0: And now, on This Week in History, with Paul Waite.
1: And it is Paul Waite, and it is definitely on This Week in History. Uh, Callum and I have just been having a bit of a banter there, because he's <laughs> illegitimate. Just bit saying. of banter. <laughs> 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 Although, I might have to talk to his father about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, balance. on This Week in History... I um, hope you agree. That was a cracking, a cracking, a banging, a cracking, a banging, a cracking, banging, banging song cracking, banging, cracking, from 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 him. Absolutely great. Just shows what can happen. Good music is good music. That's what I say. Mm. So, first fact today. We've got lots of facts today. So lots of things happened on this week in history. In the week ending December the twelfth. So, um, in previous shows, we've talked about the Crusades, haven't we, boys? Mm, yeah. And I think there ended up being eight Crusades, if I remember rightly. Mm. Um, terrible things, really, in the name of religion. Uh, so, this is the first Crusade in 1098. So, put this into historical perspective. This is um, this is uh, just so. This is in the reign of Henry the First, I think. Um, just to put it, this is 32 years after the Battle of Hastings. Uh, William Conqueror uh, died, I think, in 1087, succeeded by William Rufus, who was uh, shot in, uh, mistakenly, by an arrow from Walter Tyrrell in the New Forest. Mm. Um, and there's a pub there now today called the Walter Tyrrell Arms. Uh, I did not know I've that about that. I've been pub. Didn't too many times. Um, used to live in a cottage um, and uh, Romsey, which was the nearest town. Um, there's a big plaque up there saying that Rufus was brought to that spot. Uh, On a bent, on a, on a, on some sort of, you know, cart. Um, that's where he passed away. Um, Mm. actually, there's a lot lot of history there, so we're bringing this to you. Anyway, first crusaders captured and plundered Ma'ara in Syria. So the crusaders were very good at inflicting their religion on other people and basically massacring anybody, um, not just Arabs, Jews as well. So uh, they considered the Jews to be as bad as the Arabs. Uh, Mm. Anybody who basically didn't believe in what they believed in was someone to kill. Very interesting story, which I know Callum will like. In 1694, Edmund Halley, as in Halley's Comet, the guy that discovered Halley's Comet.
0: Isn't it Halley's Comet?
1: Well, you can say You call it what you like. Anyway, I call it Halley's Comet myself, as his name is not, no eye in it. Um, He was censored for writing a paper saying that the Noah story was probably the result of a comet impact.
0: Yeah, I know that a lot of history they think nowadays is based on different sort of cosmic events and things like that. So, so it's really blah, blah, blah. interesting.
1: Even even um, so, where are we now? We're just gone past Charles II. So James II is just about to be usurped, thrown overthrown. Maybe it has been already. Actually, no, he has been. So we've got um, William and Mary on the throne, I think, at this point. Um, and we've and we've got censorship. So people are still struggling with science and religion. Um, 1787, Pennsylvania was the second state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. And of course, um, I think we we've, we've, and at that point, Philadelphia was the capital of the United States um, for a brief time, and we'll see why it was only brief in a minute. 1792, Beethoven received his first lesson in music composition from Joseph Haydn. Mm. So, as a little boy, I actually had a Ladybird book on Haydn. Um, very interesting character, and obviously Ludwig van Beethoven um, carried on writing masterpieces even when he became deaf. Hmm. Um, which is quite extraordinary, really. Amazing. Um, in 1800, uh, Washington was established as the USA capital. Uh, this is um, obviously um, succeeding um, Philadelphia. Um, so, and it's been the capital ever since. Uh, in 1822, very gooder than this, uh, the United States of America actually recognized Mexico as an independent nation, um, which I have to say I find incredibly amusing when. Um, Mexico was around for ages before. Obviously, Mexico would have been part of Spain, mm. uh, or was it France? I can't remember. Spanish France. Empire, isn't it? I think it was actually. If I, it was, uh, the, the, I think the emperor of uh, Mexico at some point was Maximilian, who was French. I'm pretty sure he was. Mm. Maybe we could look that they up. They all Drew. speak Spanish. Yeah, so. they speak Spanish. Yeah, so yeah, I know, kind of but I'm mm. just saying. I think I'm pretty mm. sure that mm. uh, the king of Mexico was Spanish. Was French. All oh, right. Mm. Um, I, I, I think I'd like to have a bet on that. I think I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, Anyway, so um and of course now USA, if you go on, you know, into California, etc., there's a fusion of Mexican food.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, definitely. Probably my
1: favorite food in the world, maybe. Debate and lots discuss. of Spanish
0: names, Los Angeles. And the
1: final fact to leave you with on this week in history is in eighteen seventy, and this, this surprises me because it's a a lot earlier than you might expect. Um a guy called Joseph Rainey, um who represented South Carolina, became the first uh, African American. So you're not allowed to say what well, I actually put down here. Uh, which is due to the colour the first African American to serve in the House of Representatives so um, you know which is quite amusing considering so there was a coloured chap actually effectively a senator but he wasn't allowed to you know to sit in the same area as white people uh, generally so that's um, mm. that's quite interesting um, anyway, so um, I hope you enjoyed that <laughs> On This Week in History. Welcome back to All This Week in History. Hey. Paul doesn't know how to use his technology, but that's a little <laughs> private matter between me and the boys who are still sitting here in very good tr- spirits. Probably been drinking eggnog. Ooh. sure like eggnog?
0: Yeah? I've, yeah, I've had it a few times. Mm, sassy, isn't
1: it? Sassy eggnog <laughs> for Christmas. i make a little joke with, for Callum here. So, um, starting on our little facts, of which we have another seven coming up. In 1899, Geoffrey Bryant patented the wooden golf tee. Oh, nice. His name was really George F. Bryant. Oh, right. (laughs) But we happen to know someone called Geoff Bryant, was PC Dom's father. Ah. That's my
0: grandfather.
1: Hmm. Yes, indeed. So it's quite interesting, you know, something very simple as a golf tee, you know, that could be subject of a patent. I think that's quite interesting. Mm. In 1901, Marconi sent the first transatlantic radio signal. From Cornwall to Newfoundland, obviously, an incredibly historic event. So, a long way. It's mm-hmm. quite a long way to Tipperary, but it, it wasn't is. done from Tipperary for some reason. Mm. It was done from Cornwall to Newfoundland. Mm. Um, so there we are. I think you're still going to Cornwall. And There's still the um, the, uh, the you know the big dish.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, the oh, which is now
1: obsolete because uh, uh, it's sort of being replaced by the technology. Mm. <coughs> In 1911 um which was also I think if I remember right the year that, george, that edward the 7th died and he was succeeded by george, v. There you are, Drew. Mm. george I mean, the 5th they were true george the
0: 5th actually wasn't prepared to be the king emperor because he had i think two older brothers
1: or are you talking about george the 6th now uh,
0: i might be talking about george the <laughs> <laughs> anyway um,
1: so in 1911 delhi replaced calcutta as the capital of india ah calcutta hmm. Yes, and of course, at that time, India was, uh, uh, you know, a greater Commonwealth, uh, so it still had Pakistan and Bangladesh as part of India, so it was a huge country. Mm. Uh, 1914, uh, and I don't know the reason for this, but I I would imagine it was because... uh, the war was declared in 1914 it saw the largest one-day percentage drop in dow jones history mm. with a fall in the market of 24.39 percent in one day Ooh. so it's a quarter of all the value is uh in one day which is um extraordinary i don't know probably in those days it would have been billions uh probably
0: one group i was gonna say why do you, do you know why that happened
1: well probably because of the de- declaration of war
0: ah okay yeah, yeah. Well,
1: obviously war war is not good for um mm. <laughs> business is mm. it and uh, things so um yeah unless are selling I, the guns i would imagine that the market turned around and said we don't like this world war stuff you know yeah. we better run for the hills so um in 1915 this is quite an interesting one you know t- uh, one of the good things i like about um on this week in history is you get to learn the stuff um and so you know your conceptions of what you know convention is today and whatever and so um in 1915 the first all metal aircraft was mm-hmm. test flown at dessel germany and it was the Junkers J-1. Junkers. Junkers J-1. What's that mean, Callum? Junkers. Why mm. are you putting two fingers up like
0: that? Because you said it's the first all-metal aircraft, so I'm putting up my, my Metal horns. horns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ah, like to imagine that they are all there listening to their motorhead and <laughs> Pantera.
1: Mm, very, very interesting. Very interesting <laughs> behaviour here by Callum. Mm. Um, so, in <laughs> 1932, uh, the USSR, back in the USSR... And China resumed diplomatic relations, so uh, that that whole region um was basically a hotbed for well for a very long time, so Japan and China were forever fighting uh each other well Japan was fighting china actually mm-hmm. <laughs> so the japanese uh, very aggressive nation um you know not like the 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 pacifists they um portray themselves as being today um so uh, you know the, the, i think uh, the japan also um Conquered Korea, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, lots of conflict between Russia and Japan as well. So, um, this is pre communist, the uh, USSR and China resuming diplomatic relations. Uh, in 1936, uh, Chiang Kai shek, who was uh, originally the victor in the Chinese struggles, um, so he was actually in charge of China before Chairman Mao. Uh, somebody I actually did a project on when I was at primary school, did a big project on Chiang Kai shek. Uh, of course, Chiang Kai-shek went on to uh, be displaced by Mao and Chiang Kai-shek and all his people had to flee to what was then called Formosa, which is now Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So Taiwan is a complete Western democracy, capitalistic um, country of, I don't know, 20 or 30 million people, very affluent. Um, almost certainly going to be invaded by China in our lifetime. They are, prediction from Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my money is on the West lets it happen. So. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, I, I I will personally shed a tear
0: on this week in history
1: welcome back oh sorry got a bit premature there oh, no, that's <laughs> not good is it no one likes well, part premature. three yeah, welcome back to <laughs> on this week in history mm. Yeah. Mm. many facts today many facts but they're not you know they're a bit bullety point facts aren't they mm, yeah, not, mm. not things that any one, fact is a lot good of war, fact lot of countries. not things that we can talk about you know in a you know like we can sometimes mm. you know? try me um, <laughs> try me. Yes, uh, I wouldn't like to. To be honest. Anyway, um, so first fact: 1955, uh, and we saw the first prototype of the hovercraft that was patented by Chris Cockerell. Mm. Um
0: 1955. So, yeah. Well, when do you think it would have been? Was that late or early? Well, no, it's quite early. But I'm just thinking, it's been a long time. You still don't see hovercrafts going about as much. No. <laughs> <laughs> in day- I'm not. In- <laughs> <laughs> Not in Bridgewater. No, though. no. So like, I'm thinking, by that in that time, we should see a lot more hovercraft. If you go to places like Portsmouth and that, like, oh, Southampton, I've caught yeah. hovercraft uh, yeah, by fly, many times. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah I was going to say in places on the, the river, yeah. mm. on oh, the river, no, the sea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.
1: oh dear, oh dear, listeners. Uh, sorry about <laughs> that. Oh, uh, um, on uh, the river. I Drew, I'm a simple man.
0: True
1: <laughs> doesn't quite understand the difference between a river and a sea, but there we are. Big big, significant fact, this. Um, some really good films about this. 1961, Adolf Eichmann um, was found guilty of war crimes in Israel. So Adolf Eichmann was one of the great, um, well, say great it's the wrong word to use, um, Nazis who committed, you know, <laughs> masses, massive atrocities, uh, fled to Argentina. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why that's funny, Callum. Um, fled to Argentina uh, after the war. Um, obviously to escape um, the Nuremberg Trials, where he would have almost certainly been found guilty and uh, hung. So he lived in Argentina, as did many other Nazis, to be yeah, I, very, yeah. mm. uh, I think Argentina was probably the main that? place they went to, but um, also he really found in lots of other South American countries. Mm. Um, and effectively what happened is, I think Mossad or whatever, the Israeli secret mm-hmm. people, um, basically managed to... Um, to get themselves over to Argentina in a very surreptitious way. Um, and then um, in a very planned operation managed to kidnap Eichmann, yep. get him out of the country, took him back to Israel, uh, and he was eventually hung.
0: Yeah, they're uh, actually, in, in Argentina, There are like small, random, white German-speaking communities. Yeah, yeah. And they're really? all descendants of Nazis oh, wow. that escaped to Argentina at the end of uh, the Second World War. Wow. Very good. So,
1: 1963, Kenya... Uh, ...declared independence from the UK. Who wants to have a guess what it was called before it was called Kenya?
0: Oh, I did know this, but it's been too many years since I've...
1: It was called British East Africa. Ah, British East Africa. There we go. The East Empire Company. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that one. Anyway, 1964, something very dear to my heart. A shooting started for the Star Trek pilot series, which is called The Cage... If I remember rightly, uh, the, the originally uh, Star Trek captain was supposed to be um, Christopher... Um, anyway, it wasn't, it wasn't Kirk, anyway. Oh, was it? A um, guy called Christopher... I can't remember his name now. will come to me later. Christopher Walken? He's actually a character that a- appears in future Star Trek episodes. Uh, mm. I think in fact, he, he turned up in um, the latest Star Trek uh, uh, manifestation, which I, I like all the Star Trek series... Um, so anyway so all the way back in 1964 star trek which um uh i absolutely loved obviously looking back now when you see the old original series it does look a bit sort of <laughs> um you know perhaps technologically out of date but um you've got to I appreciate think,
0: it for what it is though haven't you but um hmm.
1: if you haven't seen it those who haven't seen it do watch the series Picard, which is oh, absolutely beautiful uh wonderful thing one of the best things i've ever seen um moving on um in 1965, the last concert in the UK ever by the Beatles, which interestingly for our Welsh brethren was in the Capitol Theatre in Cardiff. So that's some mm. something, of course, I've been most of the concerts I've been to in my life would have been in Cardiff, uh, actually. Um, in 1988, quite a historically significant event, uh, the PLO leader Yasser Arafat uh, accepted Israel's right to exist, which is a massive. Was that funny, Callum?
0: Oh, it's just so, like, a funny thing, isn't it? Somebody has to acknowledge your right to exist.
1: Well, yeah. The, the, obviously, the Palestinians, um, you know, considered uh, that part of the world to be Palestine. Um, so they did not
0: Jews s- actually are Palestinians.
1: Yeah. Anyway, um, talk about that a bit later, perhaps. Um, and finally, in 1997, the Japanese train builders uh, Maglev claimed the world speed record of. 332 miles per hour can you believe that yes 332 very fast uh, it's funny actually i was looking at um was it i was watching i watched the saint in the mornings uh and i was I'm making a joke about the fact that the trains were better then <laughs> than they are now
0: aspen weight radio podcasts educate entertain enjoy